Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This week on Spanky's Corner, a podcast. You're sitting there holding Nick Jonas's flaccid lunch meat. Magnesium dream slide, that's my new email. There will be no vomiting on Lizzo. No. Down the hatch like a pelican. Yes. Now pray for their booty hole. Now we're back with our regular bullshit. Ariana Grande now dating Vance Joy. <laughs> I have a strong powerful <laughs> colon. Shoves it in her mouth. Hi, bad boy. <laughs> Am I not going to be a slut with Nick Jonas? <laughs> Spanky's. Spanky's. episode 11 we think of spanky's corner a podcast um so if you are new to listening to our podcast because maybe you discovered us because you were a fan of one of the artists we interviewed at lala thanks for uh, coming back it's all downhill from here people that was the best content we've ever produced and ever will produce and now it's just back to us Could you do us a favor if you are a big fan of this podcast and like screenshot that you're listening to it put it in your instagram story maybe we'll mail you fun mail <laughs> Um, when we got done with all the Lollapalooza interviews, like the last three episodes were like nothing but interviews. There was like 18 or 19 interviews at Lollapalooza. And we we're like, wait a minute, how are we going to end up following up everything that was Lollapalooza? And somehow, some way, we managed to pull it out of our ass. We have good old Steve Puth, Stephen Puth. I hate to describe him as this because he is making his own music career and he's very good, but it's Charlie Puth's little brother. This uh, interview that we did with him, we went in with like, you know, thought we were going to talk to him for like five minutes. And all of a sudden it was like 32 minutes later of just a bunch of nonsense. And it was spectacularly weird and fantastic at the same time. Yeah, we were going to edit it down because we typically try to keep things just tight to keep your attention and not let them drag out. But it's kind of it's special in the way it is. (laughs) And then Tyler interviewed Lizzo on Saturday while I was bringing out good old Steve on stage. I stood there for the first like five seconds of your interview because then I had to go up. But um, I listened to her and she's so great. Like she gave you content literally right off the bat. You said hi to her and then she immediately goes, I'm stressed. And I'm like, she's great. Even if she's in a bad mood, she's giving you content. I know. I only really needed three questions and it was fantastic. And she ran with the rest. So I, I love people like that. And Lizzo, obviously one of the, I mean, right now, I mean. She's like the hottest thing. Absolutely. And when she first walked in, she we did the show like right by Wrigley Field um, in a place called Gallagher Way, which is like the little park outside. And we're sitting back there. I don't know if you caught this. When she walked in with all of her people. I think I know what you're about to say. <laughs> right on brand. There's no cameras, no nothing. She walks behind the stage, walks up underneath a little tent. There's a box of Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> yes. right there. She opens up that box, searches through, grabs a glaze something or another and just shoves it in her mouth down the hatch like a pelican and i'm like that's right on brand lizzo be eaten and like three different people are like doing her makeup and she's like still eating this donut like they need to update her lipstick and she's like sorry wait (laughs) (laughs) she was everything she was great 
And the interview is pretty good. Shout out to Kenzie for getting sick that day so we could do it and include it on this podcast. Yeah, Kenzie was supposed to do the interview, but unfortunately, um, she came down with a bug. She was violently ill, and we figured it was in everyone's best interest for her not to vomit on Lizzo. Please don't vomit on the musical act. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we were at Lala for four days straight, and it was my first Lala experience. How did it treat you? Well, well, mostly because I liked our area. Um, I will say it was very bougie. We were in the back. We were constantly being fed food like every couple hours. There was happy hour where a bar came out and we had drinks. And so we would just chill and then like celebrities would come up and have us interview them. So if you missed any of them, it was like Normani. Um, Social House. Social House. Who's on all that stuff with Ariana. They produced her entire Thank You Next album and are on that song She Has Boyfriend that just came out. They performed together. Give you like a little inside stuff. Social House. They were there for like the, um, to perform with Ariana Grande that night. Yeah. And Mikey from the group is or is not or maybe or could be dating Ariana Grande. He's the one in the video making out with her. And so they came up like 20 minutes before and they're like, yo. Don't talk about the relationship and don't talk about the thing tonight because it's a surprise. But I'm like, God, we have to nip this in the bud because it, it just came out and wow. we'll be the first people to talk nip to Nip this in the bud. What are you, my 80-year-old aunt? So we were trying to figure it out and then their people came up and we're like, no, which I almost think means yes. <laughs> <laughs> what's funny about it, though, we came up with a master plan. We all oh, we did. <laughs> it was a good master plan. We have an attack dog. We do. And her name is Kenzie K. Kenzie is friends with Scooty in Social House. There's two guys. There's Mikey, which is the one that everyone thinks is dating Ariana. And there's Scooty, which is the other guy. And Scooty loves Kenzie. They have some sort of history when she did radio in Tampa. So you were like, I'm going to step back. You two do this interview because he's going to be comfy with Kenzie and release the information. (laughs) (laughs) It sounded so smart in advance. And guess what he told you guys? nothing what's funny is there was like our crew that was in the tent we were like talking about you know if she is dating him somebody was like huh she really doesn't have a type like i mean she dated mac miller she dated pete davidson big sean ricky that was her backup dancer and i'm like how is that guy not her type it's not like ariana grande now dating vance joy (laughs) spanky's corner a podcast we've explained this on the podcast before I take magnesium before I go to bed. You can take it a.m. or p.m. You're a big a.m. magnesium guy. I read somewhere that it's better to take it at night, so I started doing that. And it is, it's a thing if you Google it. They give you just insane dreams. So I had another magnesium dream. Why would you not want to take it in the morning? Because you get the front end of the magnesium 24-hour pill, so that way your bones feel good when you're awake as opposed to when you're sleeping. Your bones actually feel a result of magnesium immediately? My bones and muscles feel great. And then why would you want to take it at night to have these all effed up dreams? They're fun. I have never had like a bad experience from them. It's not like I get sleep paralysis from it or I have nightmares. Nothing is ever bad about these dreams. They're just super vivid and detailed. And like, I always remember them very well the next day. Magnesium makes me feel like my sleep is like virtual reality. (laughs) (laughs) And you get the extra added bonus of having good bones. It's true. And then like so much other stuff. Because I stopped taking it for a while just because I plum forgot. And then I was <laughs> and then I was like, I missed this. I want to have fun dreams again. I literally now just take it for the dreams and not the bone health. <laughs> <laughs> Two nights ago, I have this dream 
that Nick Jonas and I are in like a pretty serious relationship. Ooh, like he's in love with me. Thank you. Like he actually is in love with me, which is 100% not the case in real life and not because he's dating Priyanka, but because I've dated or I, because I've <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> because I've interviewed Nick Jonas before. I didn't do it to be I did do it to be stupid, but I didn't like do it out of context. It kind of like somehow I worked it in the interview where I jokingly asked him on a date. And like without laughing or anything, deadpan, he just goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I know Nick Jonas has 0. 0.0000 interest in me. All right. But to be very fair, you weren't doing it to be funny and ironic. You really wanted to see what he would have said if you asked him out. No, I didn't. Do I think that I would have dated Nick Jonas? Yes. If you would have said yes right there, you and Nick Jonas and his perfect abs and his big muscles would have been out on a date that night at the Applebee's just hanging out, living life. <laughs> You would have had seven kids by now. Little Jonas is running no. around. You'd be on tour with them. Where are they at right now? Florida. You'd be in Florida right now. You wouldn't be schlepping in here on this stupid podcast. You and Nick just hanging out. Me and Priyanka Chopra could not be more two different people. She's like well astounded. She, that's not even a thing, is it? No, she she probably knows what the word that you were trying to say means. She went to college. <laughs> She does TED Talks. I'm a schlum radio host. I'm just a schmuck. So you guys- I'm just saying, anyway, me and Priyanka Chopra are two very different people. So, like, Nick Jonas made a really classy, educated choice. Priyanka is a Rolls Royce. I'm a Chevy Cavalier. <laughs> no, you, I think you're more like a Camaro. You'd probably be a little bit more fun. That's really nice of you. I'm a Dodge Stratus at best. Okay, so anyways, back to this dream. Nick Jonas and I were in a relationship. Like, he was super into me. Pretty sure we banged in this dream. I don't really remember wow, the details how was of he? that. I don't remember the details of that, but I remember I remember making out in the dream, which I'm sure it probably went on further. You have no idea. You just assumed that if you're having a dream about Nick Jonas, you had sex with him. You don't even remember. You just made it up in your head that you probably did. Am I not going to be a slut with Nick Jonas? <laughs> a dream slut. <laughs> Here's Julia, a magnesium dream slut. <laughs> oh my God, magnesium dream slut. That's my new email. <laughs> MDS for short. <laughs> Magnesium dream slut at Comcast.net. Oh boy, this has now become a title of this podcast, I think. <laughs> so anyways, we were dating. We were in love. He was taking me on bougie dates, like way more than the Applebee's or the Chipotle I always go to down Michigan Ave. Like we were, we were on RPM level. I remember though, like I think we moved in together and I was picking up groceries for us. Because I'm very hospitable. Yeah, wow. And Nick, because he wants to stay thin and obviously very ripped as he is, wanted low sodium boar's head thin cut turkey. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you don't remember if you had sex with him in the street, but you remember specifically his lunch uh, meat order. I, the magnesium effect, man. I don't know. Like some information sticks and some doesn't. <laughs> So I'm picking up his deli meat. He shows up at the market I'm at and dumps me as they're giving me the sample slice. And I'm like standing there with like a flaccid piece of meat in my hands. <laughs> and I'm dumped at the meat counter by Nick Jonas. You're sitting there holding Nick Jonas's flaccid lunch meat. And then he walked away and 
like he left me for another woman was what it was. But I was like still like very in the realm of trying to get him back. So I was doing like a bunch of backhand springs like in his presence, thinking that would impress him. (laughs) 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 Which it didn't. And then I woke up. (laughs) That's it. It just end of story. Yeah. But like. It sounds quick, but the whole dream was like very drawn out. Like our relationship together, like the part where we were together, I feel like was like a couple hours. Wow. Yeah, because like we went through the stages of like first dating, honeymoon, and then we moved in together. And suddenly I was grocery shopping and then I knew his deli order. Which was what? Boar's head, low sodium, thin cut turkey. How is he around the house? Does he clean up after himself? Yeah, yeah. He was a very neat guy, which I feel like he definitely is in person. He wore a lot of like flannel PJ bottoms and no shirt. Hot. Hot. It's better than the other way around. Flannel tops with no bottoms. That is something (laughs) no guy wants ever. Gross. That is so disgusting. Winnie the Pooh. All right. So when you woke up from this, were you just like, when you came back to reality and you're like sitting here in Chicago and you're, you're still just here just dating old josh instead hey, of josh is the is the nick jonas of my reality <laughs> <laughs> so when you woke up were you like trying to like go back to sleep and try and put yourself back in that dream state no because what happens is like i always like wake up and i'll just be like whoa like i i kind like i'm aware that i just had like a really like theatrical dream and i like always my first thought is that magnesium <laughs> And so, like, I, you know, get up, I start doing my morning routine, making breakfast, and then, like, it just, like, starts patching its way back through. It's kind of like a drunken night. Oh, yeah, where you kind of time travel a little bit, but you're starting to get back uh, yeah, a little it, bits and pieces. It yeah. starts patching its way back through. Mm. But for some reason, the biggest thing that stuck out to me was his freaking deli order. And you did not marry him in this. You were just dating. No, but we did talk about marriage. Oh, yeah? What kind of wedding were you going to do? Probably like the nine he had with Priyanka. (laughs) (laughs) Like they had so many weddings. Like we get it. You're super married. (laughs) Um, I want you to try taking it at night. I don't know. Like because it could give us content. We're going to start making magnesium dreams a thing on here because like they're always great. They're always worth the conversation to deep dive. Magnesi dreams. Magnesi dreams. We already thought of a few song uh, parodies we can make <laughs> off of it. Should we have them vote? Yes. So should we parody Liquid Dreams, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, or Teenage Dreams? Mm. There's also Wildest Dreams by uh, Taylor Swift, too. Yeah, I don't know if I love that one. It's a great song, but it just doesn't... Oh, what are you talking Magnesi dreams. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, it could be good because it like it's like a sexual like running through the woods song, which reminds me of my dream with Nick Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> running through the deli at the Jewel Osco with Nick Jonas. <laughs> I hear I don't remember my dreams anyway. I'm pretty confident that if if I took my magnesium at night, although my bones would still be in tip top shape, I don't just think. do it for science. Right, I'll try it. I'll try it tonight. All this talk about Nick Jonas, that's good means it's going to slide into my subconscious. You're going to have a dream where you bang Nick Jonas yeah. in, at the deli counter. <laughs> Dude, after I get his lunch meat. Spanky's Corner. A podcast. Speaking of Julia going hard after boy band members, 
What? Stephen Puth, who's coming up on this, we kind of already alluded to Stephen Puth at the very beginning of this thing. The interview is coming up later on. It's like the back uh, hour and 48 minutes of this podcast today. Stephen Puth, me and my boss, Eric Bradley, my wife, a few other people, like some record label people. We all went out to dinner after we did that interview. Yeah, to clarify, I wasn't there because I had to do my show. I'm not like, not allowed to be around people. It was RPM Italian. It was delicious. Great. So we're sitting there and I'm not even exaggerating. This is Friday night, the night before the Backstreet Boys show. And in walks Howie and AJ from the Backstreet Boys and they sat directly behind us. Were you guys in a booth or like It was like a table. It was like an eight or nine person table. Round or square? Round. Okay, I don't know what that means, but I just want to know. <laughs> Would that have changed the story? Uh, the I'm, I'm, table? Well, I'm trying to set the visual. So you were, they walk in. Of course, our boss, Eric, knows them, has known them forever because he's played them on B96 forever. I think the B actually stands for Backstreet Boys. I don't know. Probably. If you remember back in, the, in one of the previous episodes, Julia made out with Nick Carter. It was a peck. It was not a make out. Passionately made out with no, him for 20 minutes. No, we did not. Minutes. It was... A lot of tongue. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if he went to kiss me on my cheek and I accidentally turned my face or if he did intend to kiss me on the mouth, but I just peck kissed Nick Carter on the mouth once. So in an effort to check off making out with every single one of the Backstreet Boys, <laughs> I texted Julie. I'm like, you're never going to fucking believe who's sitting right behind us eating the linguine. It's AJ and Howie from the Backstreet Boys. You actually should just read the texts oh, as, yeah. as they are. It, it just makes more sense with the story if you... I texted AJ and Howie are here. This is at 9.15 p.m. I get a response back at 9.16 p.m. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Please look AJ dead in the eyes and tell him that Julia says, hi, bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking, obviously. Well, I, I, that's what I thought too, right? Yeah. So I'm like, table behind us. I'll let them know. Hey, Sonic. Hey, Sonic. We're talking about- um, You can come on. And you said, thanks. And I said, Eric Bradley is chatting them up. They know him because, of course, they do. Yeah. And then you said, will he relay my message? And I showed it to him. What did Eric say? Because I feel like Eric, like, he's he's angelic and so nice. So I feel like my message, he would have been like, oh. Like, Look well. AJ dead in the eyes and tell him Julia said, hi, bad boy. Right. Like, he looked at that like and goes, what's wrong with her? Right. But he looked at it and goes, okay, let me see what I can do. And so I responded <laughs> back. I'm like, I showed him he's on it. And you go, oh, good. And I think at this point, we all thought we were, I, everybody was yes, joking, right? Yes. Legitimately. He gets up with my phone, walks to the table behind us. There's age just sitting there. <laughs> old AJ hanging out, having his ravioli or whatever you eat at RPM Italian. Eric comes back and goes, okay, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go out and we're going to FaceTime her. So I text you, I'm like, don't leave your phone. And you go, okay. Eric gets up, walks out with AJ from the Backstreet Boys, goes out to the street out there on- uh, Yeah, he was outdoors. Outdoors, outside of the restaurant with AJ, who's wearing very fashionable headwear. And you got to tell him to his face because they they FaceTimed you. Yeah. And the first thing that happened when I opened the FaceTime was, it was Eric, but then he immediately passed the phone over to AJ. And that's when that hilarious screenshot happened of my face where like I- I looked like I just took ecstasy. <laughs> this is and, not a magnesium dream, by the way. This actually happened in real life. Yeah. And, but the first thing AJ says to me and goes, well, why don't you say it to my face? <laughs> <laughs> and then I got even more flustered and like, I couldn't say anything else. He was being nice. He was just like, how are you? And I'm like, it's really good to see you because when I met you guys in Vegas, uh, you weren't at the meet and greet and you're the only one I haven't met. 
And, and I've made out with at least one of your, your bandmates. Yeah, and I've smoked weed with one of their brothers. So, Age, you're just the missing puzzle piece. Sonic, have you ever met the Backstreet Boys? I never have. Really? Well, They're no, great. I don't know. I mean, back when they the boy bands were popping, I was just like an intern, a petty little intern. Backstreet so. Boys are in sync. In sync. Oh, yeah, men pick in sync. Yeah. It's just because be- you all have a man crush on Justin Timberlake, but it's not about yeah. the valedictorian. It's about the van. The band. <laughs> not the van. I would just say that because... <laughs> oh, Julia just aggressively dabbed in the studio after she dropped that little... Nugget. Dabbed her head. It's because um, at the time I wasn't a fan of Justin Timberlake, but then after he was solo, that's when I became a fan. Then that's when I became an NSYNC That's fan. when you started standing then because what else do you have to go on that NSYNC is a superior band? Are you going to be like, Chris has great vocals, says no one ever? Wow. That's true. That's... Joey Fatone is like a... He's doing hair restoration commercials. Hey, Lance, how's the f***ing moon? Wow. Wow. This is so hurtful because what are the Backstreet Boys doing besides hanging out, eating an RPM Italian and just FaceTiming nighttime DJs? Lance Bass, uh, he was on a reality show. He was a judge. He was in theater. Lance Bass was. They're doing little petty side jobs. Meanwhile- Joey Fallon's uh, on Impractical Jokers all the time. Meanwhile, BSB has a residency in Vegas and they kept their word. As long as there'll be music, they'll be coming back again. And that they did. I mean, kind of everybody has a residency in Vegas. Like, I mean, and Sync couldn't get one because Justin wouldn't be with them. And the four of them are just like. That's because they're not going to do a reunion until Justin says so. The four of them are you lucky. can't do a reunion without him. <laughs> the four of them are lucky charms without the marshmallows. Ooh. Oh, wow. Shots fired. Oh, pew, pew, pew. I want to say, though, um, this is kind of left field, but. Dirty Pop, that song is dope. I'm telling you. Look, don't get me wrong. They're very talented. It's like it's like saying, um, what's the better Skittle? If you're trying to compare NSYNC and, and Backstreet Boys, neither one of them are, are bad. They're both very, very good and extremely talented. But sometimes Red is just better than the rest of the Skittles in the pack. Not saying the rest of them are bad, but NSYNC is definitely the Red Skittle. Justin Timberlake is the Red Skittle. Whatever. Look, the Cleveland Cavaliers won a title because of LeBron. It's not about the valedictorian. It's a band. We should actually get Eric Bradley's opinion because he would have the true opinion because he was with there through both of the bands. He knows them both well. Hey, Eric, do you have one quick minute? We need your very important opinion. We're not going to. Yeah, that one right there. So, what are we doing? Are we doing Spanky's Corner? Yeah. We are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we kind of got off on a tangent. Backstreet Boys are in sync as far as overall success as a band. You've played them both on B96. Um, You've been there the whole time. Now think about the bands, not the valedictorian. Okay, su- success of the bands, I would vote Backstreet Boys. And that is because they've stayed together longer. They've had sold-out tour after sold-out tour. And sync in their heyday, I would choose probably before anybody else, right? <laughs> Oh. However, as a as a twenty six year collective, I, you have to give it to Bashy Boys. Yeah, they I knew really Eric was. would actually come in here and figure out a way to describe that so eloquently without ever ever offending <laughs> either side. And I can't offend them because they're all friends of mine. See, when was the last time we talked to Justin Timberlake on text? Probably a couple months ago. Where you at on that it's one? Casual. Julia? I have not. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you talked to AJ on Facetime? Friday. But all Backstreet Boys have good voices. They all have like their solo songs. Did you just insult Lance Bass? He's like trying to go to the moon. Clearly he doesn't care about singing anymore. That's because he's accomplished everything he needed to accomplish. He's on tour with O-Town. Oh, that's right. He was just in Rosemont. With Liquid Dreams, not to be confused with Magnesium Magnesium Dreams. Dreams. Which I really need to know about. Oh my God. Oh, you missed the whole thing. We I I will have to be hearing this podcast, I guess. Intrigued by your tweet last night. Yeah. So if I don't want them, by the way. They sound pretty No, 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 no. They're fun. Do you take Magnesium? No. 
Uh, How do your bones feel? Pretty good. Oh, okay. Um, it's just like an yeah. all-over health vitamin. Good for your bones. Yeah, yeah. Calcium. But if you take it before bed... Yeah, and your it, dreams get pretty vivid, right? Yeah, but it, not in like a scary way. You don't get like sleep paralysis. At least I don't. I don't get nightmares or anything. It just, you just like... buy cold cuts for Nick Jonas. Exactly. And it just makes my dreams like very <laughs> theatrical. And like I remember... In detail. Yeah, I remember them like in detail the next day. Like I remember that Nick Jonas sent me to the deli counter... To get boar's head thin sliced low sodium turkey and then he dumped me, which is we were having the the, dis- the discussion about the hard differences between me and Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> That's what's gonna be on this podcast, Eric. And good news for you, you're also on it. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of it. Will you retweet our, our tweet for this? I typically do, don't I? I th- uh, not only when you're on it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, maybe because I to don't be see- fair, that's all that anyone if does. Ta- well, no, if you tag me, I would retweet it because I okay. don't see it. All right, cool. Noted. Eric is followed by the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. And Mariah Carey. And Mariah Carey. (laughs) Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Lizzo, you beautiful soul. Hi. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah? I mean, everything's great. Everything's cool. I'm a little um, little stressed out. Why are you stressed? I've been on vacation for like two weeks. Yeah? And then I was in the studio last week slash vacation. And I'm back at work, and so I just feel kind of crazy. So, where did you go for a vacation? I went to Hawaii. Good for you. Yeah. Is that where all the Instagram pictures are coming from? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was so fun. But, you know, I kind of let my hair down and relaxed and let my guard down, and now I'm back at work, so I, I just got to get that flow. Got to get back into it. What's yeah. the pre-show requirement, the warm-up that you do to get ready for a performance like tonight? Um... I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta figure it out. I got like an hour to figure it out. I just straight. I know I have like an hour. Yeah, oh, I'm more than so. an hour. I think so. Yeah. Great. I yeah. got time. Uh, I see you got two bottles of Casamigos, some watermelon, and some Cheetos. Extra hot, flaming, crunchy thing. So I think I don't know who the hell ordered extra hot, flaming Cheetos. I know that I've been on a Cheeto kick, but the extra hot is. I haven't been eating that. You could tell from my fingers that I have not been eating that. <laughs> Somebody here has been eating it, and I pray for their booty hole. What's your go-to Cheetos? Are you an original I'm Cheeto a, kind of girl? No, I like hot Cheetos. Yeah, yeah, but not hot the chips. extra hot. Not extra hot. It's That's the devil. I don't know who made that. Beelzebub. <laughs> Three years ago, did you anticipate all this? No. No, I mean, I knew. I, three years ago, I was a successful touring musician. Three years ago, um, I was making... A lot of money from movies and commercials by putting by using my song. Three years ago, I had an incredible team, but this is different now because it's just the amount of people who know my shit and like my music being on radio is new and different. And I didn't expect anything like that. I didn't know how that was gonna happen. But you know, playing shows—that's what I do best. So the natives are restless out there. They're ready to see you, your flute, and the heat, and the whole thing. Oh my God, the whole shebang. The, the whole. Sh- Yeah. Hey, we did some listener questions on the Twitter. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, so we normally do this, and I always preface it by saying, normally, questions, eh, your fans, the best. I know they are. Y'all are the best. These are are really good. You said listener questions, not fan questions. So when you said listener questions, I was like, oh, God. Well, they listen to you. What they going to say? No, these are good. Here's the first one, and I was actually really impressed by this because uh, they, they referred to you as a symbol of female empowerment. So what is the most important message you would like to share with your female fans? I mean, I think that they know what the message is. They know, like, from my music and from from who I am. I can't really say nothing right now that they don't already know about me. And I think that's, that's the point is, you know, having a life that is 
uh, emotionally vulnerable and having transparency with who you are and your identity is so important. So like at the end of the day, I don't have to even explain myself to you. You already know. You know what I mean? You can look at me and feel better. I can look at you and be like, wow, that person looks so confident. That makes me feel confident. I think that's more of a message than anything I could say. Have you slid into any famous people's DMs since Drake? Ah! Um, no. But he followed you after you did slide into his DMs. Yeah, but he didn't know. It wasn't because of that. He followed me because he liked Truth Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Last one, F. Mary Kill. We're going to do a potato version. French fries, baked potatoes, mashed potatoes. F. Mary Kill. Wait, you said French fries, potatoes, just mashed potatoes? French fries. Uh, no, French fries, baked potato. Woo! And, I would marry potatoes. a baked potato. Yeah. And you fuck French fries. And you kill mashed potatoes. That's a solid like, choice. I turn my baked potatoes into mashed potatoes. So, mash, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't really need the mashed potatoes. Because that's the way I eat a baked potato. You whip it. Well, you can also, you could do it twice baked. So you whip it, and then you put it back in the oven. You pull it out. You got mashed potatoes inside of the skin. Then you just eat the, oh, my God. You eat the whole thing. <laughs> it's like you have an edible bowl for your mashed potatoes. And over in England, they got this thing called jacket potatoes. Oh, my God. It's the best hangover. Like, I be almost dead. And then they bring one of them motherfuckers in there because they put beans and cheese and all types of shit in a baked potato and they call them jackets. <laughs> I love that. They got the cutest name for food over there. They be like, do you want a toasty? And that's just a sandwich. We call it grilled cheese. They call it a toasty. A toasty. Yeah, we say you want a baked potato. They're like, you want a jacket? Well, they do a lot of weird things. They call elevators lifts. Well, yeah, but their food is all cute as fuck. Fries are not fries. They're chips. They're chips. Oh, uh, crisps for the potato, potato chips. chips. Anyway, that's my answer. <laughs> Thank you for coming out and doing this. Thank you. I don't know how to end these. You want to end it? Bye. Spanky's Corner. A podcast. You guys want to do an interview? Yeah. Well, I've, been I've been recording for three and a half minutes. I'm sure half it's going to have to be chopped. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of talk about cats. Yeah, cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen Puth. In a world where cats, sorry. <laughs> I just, I'm pretty, I, I, I feel like if everything fails, I'm going to be the guy that does movie trailers. You think so? This coming fall. You know that, I mean? That's actually really yeah, good. It's not bad. So when, if music doesn't work out, I will just be the guy who's like, for every action movie, like, in a world, <laughs> directed by, who's the guy that does all the explosive stuff? Bay? James? Oh, no, uh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah. James Bay is the British singer. All right, good talk. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's his side project. <laughs> it's like, we need $30 million for explosives. Why, Michael Bay? Because I said so. And it's like, I only said so. Well, in your preview, you could be like, in a world directed by James Bay. No, wait, Michael Bay. <laughs> in a world directed by James. Oh, no, Michael Bay. <laughs> The explosives cost 15 million. Sorry, I don't. It's not even that. Funny. We can just listen to the sweet sounds of your voice all day, man. Why I mean, do you guys whatever. have a balloon? Why not? Because what? Why do you? Okay. Yep, he found it. Oh, he found it. That didn't take long. <laughs> that didn't take long. That's our mascot. That's Jeff. That's Jeff. My name is Jeff. Yeah. Um, if you're listening, uh, Jeff is a very scary dead baby with one arm. It, clown dead baby. Clown dead baby. It's from a uh, haunted house in Michigan. Yeah. Ohio. Cedar Point's haunted yeah, house. Same thing. It's all the same over there. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, I forgot why I brought him in, but I brought him in months ago and I used to work at a haunted house. So we needed something baby related. Somebody just had a baby 
and we wanted yeah. to do something for social. And I was like, oh, I got one. That was a very accurate representation of whatever that thing looked like. It's a brought in Jeff. <laughs> you didn't preface that you worked with a, if you were just like, yeah, I have an extra baby doll at home. And- well, I didn't until they asked, like, why do you have this? I would so. ask about your childhood if this was yours for sure. <laughs> there's like, still a lot of question marks there. Really? Like, we pull that baby out often, and uh, somehow there's people that work here in the overnights that always just put it back to where they found it. And it's kind of, it, make, it hurts our heart a little bit because Jeff's a nice little boy, and he's, you know, our station mascot. Pretty much everybody besides you and I get really upset about it. Yes. I'm upset now. Just think that. You don't want to look at him? Do you want me to put him there. away? No, like, I think Jeff should chill there. Okay. I'm a little confused. <laughs> Just let it go, man. Is, Just... is, is Jeff a happy Jeff? Yeah, look we at think him. So. Look at his feet. It's like happy baby feet. Here, can we show it for the camera? Can we show Jeff for the camera? Oh, yeah. Because otherwise people can be like, what are you his talking about? His arm's out of its socket. Well, yeah, but you know, you only need one. He's a contortionist. Homie needs a shower. <laughs> that we will agree on. <laughs> Stephen, how's your day? <laughs> On that note, um, it's good. We woke up pretty early, my f- lovely team and I, and uh, just been exploring the city of Chicago. It's not oh, your first time here, though, is it? First time. Oh, first really? time, long time, but first time, first time. Do anything fun today? No. Mm. Well, no. Okay. That's not, I mean, should be like, yes. Um, What did I do today? I walked around a little bit. I got to see the bean. I haven't gone to it yet. But How I'm, did you a, feel about it, to be honest? Like, be completely candid about the bean. I feel bad for the dude that has to clean that every morning or night. Or That's true. So the guy that made the bean, this is a true story. He made another bean and put it in Houston. And all he did was turn it sideways, straight up and down. And he got paid for that one, too. It's the same thing. He just turned it sideways. Is it called the bean? It's, it's, no, they called it something else, like some other. The refried bean. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but that would just be like a pile of like. I don't know. I mean, it looks really cool. There's like this really cool park next to it. And yeah. like nobody was in it. And I was like, that looks so majestic. There's like waterfalls and stuff. And I'm just thinking to myself, like everyone's taking selfies against like a mirrored bean. And I'm like, there's this really cool park. You know what, though? Some people vandalized it the other day. I Whoa. tell you what, when you vandalize the bean, people in this city get upset. It ends up on the news and they will find you. You, you want to talk about people like not saying anything to the police. They they spoke up and those people were apprehended within minutes. Oh, they really? found them? No, immediately. Right. Yeah. You do, you can do a lot of things to Chicago. You cannot vandalize that stupid mirror. It's, but it's 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 our stupid mirror. It I mean, is. Not, our I, I'm not mirror. part of our, but it's. You know what I'm I saying. can be temporary. And the, the great thing is like the locals don't ever like really go up to it. Because it's like it's a tourist attraction, oh, but like we not. defend it like it's our honor. Our <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> bean. Um, I went to Portil- Portillo's. Portillo's, yeah. I had a hot dog. I didn't put ketchup on it. That's fine. That's a personal no, choice. I was, told, I was told not to. The guy was like, the guy was like, no, we don't do that. And I was like, okay, cool. Do you smack it out of your hand or something? No, no. I just said to him, I was like, well, it's like a Chicago thing. I was told to come here. And he's like, I got you. And just gave me like a hot dog. Yeah. A lot of things on it. Here's yeah. the thing with the ketchup. The ketchup thing, like, yeah, just put whatever you want on it. If you're a ketchup person, eat it. A lot of people from Chicago will disagree. But I learned something about drinking whiskey a long time ago from an Irishman. And he said, I asked him, how do you drink whiskey? And he goes, however the fuck you want. And that's how I feel about hot dogs. <laughs> so eat it however you want. Whatever makes you happy, Stephen. It's true. I mean, I'm not really a hot dog guy, but I made a little amendment for today or yesterday. Do you have the chocolate cake over there? No, everybody's been asking me that, and I've been, like, 
responding with, I'm supposed to be on a diet, but I also ate a hot dog. So. <laughs> well, you hear as soon as I said chocolate cake, there was moans from over my right shoulder. It sounds good. It is good. I don't know. I, I mean, I like dessert, but I'd rather go and try. Like, if I was in Philly, I'd rather go try a Philly cheesesteak than whatever their dessert is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if I was in New York, I would rather go to, like, a street thing or whatever than mm-hmm. go get a ch- New York cheesecake. Well, you got a whole day tomorrow before your Lizzo thing. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do the um, the little tour thing, the architect thing. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, that's what everyone says. So, I mean, we were down by the <coughs> the river over there, and uh, it seemed cool. So I was like, yeah, I'm in. Don't go in the river, though. It is <laughs> so it gross. Like, who it goes looks, in the river? Everybody on Barstool Chicago. Oh, yeah. Well, those, those guys are... <laughs> They're yahoos. I love Barstool. <laughs> I know. Barstool's amazing. Maybe make it your goal to be on it. Oh, I would be so happy if I could do a pizza review with Prez one day. Tweet him. I don't think it's going to be that hard. One of my friends did one with him in Detroit. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I, I think you got it in. I'll, I'll wait for the time to be right. All right. I like pizza. That's what I also want to do. Obviously, that's probably not. I like food, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. I want to get the pizza stuff here. Do you ever do any of like, those food challenges or anything like that? Yeah. I actually just did one two weeks ago. <laughs> wait, <laughs> seriously? It? Yeah. It was part of the radio trip or whatever. I went to, uh, I was in Atlanta. It was like grilled cheeseburger, grilled cheeseburger, grilled cheeseburger, grilled cheese. As like one sandwich. And there was like three pounds of tots and fries. No chance I was finishing it. But it was actually, it was an amazing, I don't know if you call it a sandwich, concoction, whatever. And it was like, it was actually really good, but like 20 bites into it. Oh going, my God, look at this picture. Yeah. <laughs> look at this thing. Straight up oh nauseous. My God. Dude, how is that even? That makes me hurt. You can't do it. Yo, how was your colon afterwards? <laughs> Great question. I don't know. I didn't really talk to him. He's <laughs> probably not talking to you either. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, it's definitely phone. in a That's dairy insane. timeout. But it, it was really intense. I, I guess there's only like a handful of people that completed that one. I forget the name of the place. What do they it give you for completing it? Um you don't have to pay for it and you get a t-shirt. I was going to say, there's for sure a t-shirt and that's like it. <laughs> yeah, it's called, I think it was called The Vortex in Atlanta. And um, there's only a handful of people that completed it and mainly it was the guys from Man versus Food. Yeah, that guy, the fact he's still alive is a shock. I know, but it's just like, I don't know, I've done a couple food challenges where like some were easier than others. That one, I just looked at it immediately. I was like, no chance. How far did you get into it? I actually made a good dent. Oops. You exceeded your expectations. Yeah, but then we had to drive for like four hours. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, somebody end me just right now. This is too rough. But it was, you know, after that, I was like, okay, no more food challenges. I'd still do one, though. Would that be like your first line on your Wikipedia? Because we know you don't have a Wikipedia. Yeah. We got to get that squared away. We were thinking about writing one for you. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Who's responsible? Like, I, you can literally submit whatever. Like, yeah. we could make you one just off. In a world. <laughs> no, I, I just like, I don't know. It's it's not really. Someone will make one and I'll go, cool. Well, you got this big fancy record label. They need to do it for you. You got like all these record people over here. They're great people. Yeah, but they're not historians. <laughs> Yet. Yet. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Like they're not fact checking things about me every day. They probably believe half the things but, because they're probably true. But that's the beautiful thing with Wiki. You can make it up and make it your own. 
Yeah, I mean, there's not much interesting about me. That's not true. You're opening up for Lizzo tomorrow. That's pretty interesting. That could be my wiki opener. I open for Lizzo. I eat food challenges. I and <laughs> at Wrigley. I have a strong, powerful <laughs> colon. I have a strong, powerful strong colon, powerful. and I have a, a large <laughs> list of allergies. My favorite thing in my life was peanut butter. And then when I was 21, I took a blood test, and they were like, you're allergic to peanut butter. Mm. So you now, never realized it? I was not allergic, I feel like. But now I'm afraid to eat peanut butter, so it's been like four years, and I's like, okay, no peanut butter. Peanut butter is really good. You don't know what you have until it's gone. Yeah, it's here true. It really is. Absence makes our heart grow fonder. Why couldn't it just be something random? Like, you're allergic to... Jeff. <laughs> to, to Jeff. Cucumbers. I can live without cucumbers. Yeah. Yeah. They're not that cool. But is it all kinds of peanut butter, or can you, like, get in on an extra chunky Jeff, uh, Jiffy or something like that? I'm allergic to every nut. Dude, that sucks, man. How do you cope? I just eat excessive... And other things. Yeah. Yeah. With food challenges. <laughs> I like bread a lot. Bread is tight. And you're not allergic to it. No, but then I get wider and then, you know. What's your top good. five favorite breads? Ooh. Great question. Thank you. Sourdough's got to be up there. Mm-hmm. What's the one is pronounced, what is it, focaccia? Focaccia, that's a good one too. I just like that word. That's a bold choice. Focaccia. That's a good one. Luxury bread. What's another? I can't now, even. Now, can I throw Can I throw an oddball left field bread at you? Hit me. Iron Kids. That sounds like a JV of a Marvel movie. Could be, but Iron Kids is, is fantastic. It's like what you grew up on. When you were a kid, you had the Iron Kids bread. You remember that? No. You guys can need to Google Holla some bread? Iron Kids. Am I the only one that ever had Iron Kids bread? I like a marble rye. No. Right here. I grew up here. Like, it's okay. It's Look. not bad. It's just so dry. You gotta eat like with yeah. a Reuben though. Sarah Lee Iron Kids bread. Nah. Hawaiian rolls. Those are tight. I like Wonder Bread, but I was always told it was like sugary. So we weren't really allowed to eat it. The potato rolls. Potato rolls are good. It was either Hawaiian rolls or some other Martin's potato rolls, I think it was. I'm trying to think of what we've accomplished so far. We've talked about food challenges, bread, your colon, Jeff. The <laughs> we didn't find world peace, if that's we what you're even, asking. We haven't even mentioned your music. Do you want to talk about that? I'm guessing that's I mean, probably the reason why you're here in Chicago and most notably talking about the dope. This sounds kind of better right now. We can go do that if you want. Ooh, food challenge? Seriously, let's go. We, we can make it ruin happen. dinner. Just saying, Eric. We could ruin it. We could ruin it. Where's dinner tonight? RPM of Italian. Course. Can I go? Uh, I'm invited. Cool. Yeah. See you there. I'm hoping it's not on my card <laughs> because my bank account will hate me. So, oh, you got the big fancy record label. They'll take care of all of it. Trust me. That's why I, I just got to put up with me for so long. So, we'll Dude, see. Let's go to work. If I'm really invited, let's go to town. It's at RPM Italian. It's a great spot. Really? Yeah. 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 I like Italian, but here's the thing Am I going to be like, oh, New York Italian's better because that's what I essentially grew up on? Uh, well, it's not like it's, it's different. It's, it's like fancy, snooty Italian. Snooty Italian. So it's not like, you know, you go into like New York where you've got like your local shop that's been run by some, you know, guy off the boat from Italy. I just like the heavy red sauce nonsense. Uh, it's, Whether it's, it's American Italian or not, it's just like when it's just like heavy. You'll like, we'll, we'll compare notes at the end of the meal. Okay. All right. Good call. Yeah. Oh, anyway, your music. Yeah, we'll get there. This <laughs> <laughs> is uh, I'm in a weird predicament now where I'm trying to get the mic to stretch far enough where I can lean back. Yeah. And get comfortable, man. Doing my best. You know, uh, we should have brought in the more comfortable chairs for this one, so I apologize. Are you comfy, though? You know, I 
I've seen fire and I've seen rain. Yeah. So this one's this one's not bad. We've we've got a good level, so you're good, man. Yeah. All right, right on. We we're uh, we're 18 minutes in. We finally reached the level of comfort here in the studio. <laughs> but we've been talking for 18 minutes. Well, we've been recording for 18 minutes. I think realistically, by the time we edit this down, it's probably going to be like seven minutes in. Okay. Yeah, I'm with it. That's good. We might I have to take a part about the conversation about Jeff, the initial stuff about the cats. I feel bad for whoever has to edit this. It'll be us. It's fine. Yeah, don't worry. We're, I'm sorry. No, if we bring this to our audio people, they will look at it and go, absolutely not. That's oh. you're on your own. But Or we might just not do any of it and just throw it on the internet and just let it rip. I like it as is, personally. Yeah. Leave the Jeff talk. Leave the cat talk. You can make a soundboard out of it. Oh. Oh, that's great. Do you Good have idea. a favorite soundboard? No, but what I do remember is E-Bombs World. Yes. Growing yes. up, used to have soundboard bites and... They always had the M&M one. These are one. things you underappreciate in your youth. You forget about these things. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I used to prank call people on the radio with the E-Bombs World thing. And that was before our bosses in the radio said, stop having fun. But that was way back in the day. I remember. That was so much fun. I miss prank calling. Do you know Star 69 still works? I did it the other Does day. It really? Yeah. <laughs> I did it the other day to see if it worked. Wait, I thought it was Star 67. <laughs> Star 69 also works. We use Star 69 back home. Yeah, I think it all works. And probably. I like literally would just call boys, listen to them breathe, and then hang up. Can you still fine. block your caller ID name? Yeah, that's what it does. Oh, I thought Star 69 was the instant callback. Maybe it was Star 67 then. I'm pretty sure it's Star 67. Mm-hmm. How, but, would you, how would you rate this interview so far on a scale of 1 to 10? Out of all the interviews you've done. See, I I, I've, I didn't do too well in math growing up. So yeah. I'd give it a 12. Wow. So 12 good. We'll 12 take it. Yeah. Out of 10, yeah. I would say it's above average. I think. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. If I had a calculator, I could help out more. <laughs> Were you good in school? I actually was. I was the kid who like, I mean, I would kind of study, but not really. Mm-hmm. And I'd do, I, you know, I'd do fine. Did you have a favorite subject? History. Um, I went to a like smart kid school in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And... I really fell in love with history and then I went to college for history and then I was like, I don't want to be a history teacher. So now I make music. But I never wanted to be a teacher. So I wasn't really sure what I was doing, period. Do you have a favorite name of a president? I'll give you an example. Mine is Millard Fillmore. Millard's a strong name. Strong name, powerful. That's great. Warren Harding, a close second. I mean, favorite name? A favorite president, just admiring. I mean... Obviously, it has to be like Lincoln. Oh, I was going to go with Grover Cleveland. Uh, hey, no, like these are good. Like William Taft. Okay, fun fact William Taft, uh, only president that couldn't fit in the bathtub of the White House. True. Mm. He was, oh, he was thick. That? Yeah. yeah. He, he was, was thick. <laughs> he had them thick thighs. Thick with like three C's. <laughs> I mean, William Taft was slim thick. Dude, he would crush that food challenge in Atlanta. Destroy it. Well, he like is the food challenge. Um, Woodrow Wilson's a great name. Yeah, we it's called very, him Woody. Yeah. We like you were you when you guys hung yeah. out. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> I think he's from New Jersey, actually. Is he? Yeah, he's one of the few. There were only a couple. Did you ever ever have to dress up as one growing up? Never. Like for school, Never. I had to dress up as James Buchanan. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> for like a third grade project, so like James I had. James a- Buchanan was the dark horse candidate. He wasn't even supposed to win. He was kind of like the emo kid of presidents. Which made so much sense for my childhood. Wow. So I dressed Starts up as to him. play MCR. Welcome to the Black Parade. Yeah. That. Yeah. What was your favorite favorite emo band growing up? I mean, I loved My Chemical Romance. 
red jumpsuit uh, red jumpsuit, jumpsuit apparatus. apparatus. Mm-hmm. Um, what's another one? Like how far? Like like emo pop or like full blown like skinny jean band. So like you could in, do emo pop. Though. Okay, yeah, okay, like all the time. Go cartel. For it. it's- <laughs> Probably MCR. They were sick. I loved like I don't know. I just thought they were sick. Still are. Still tight. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be so stoked to like go to a reunion concert in like twenty years and just be like one of the dads in the crowd. Be like, yeah, brother. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Be fun. <laughs> Is there an artist you want to work with? Presently, yeah, or um, any present, dead or alive, any era, don't care. I mean, still alive, but in a sense, I mean, Van Morrison's tight. Yeah, that would be fun. A more present artist. I mean, obviously, like an Ed Sheeran of the world would be crazy. Who's was it? Louis Capaldi? Yeah, yeah, he's sick. Yeah, his voice is like next level sick. He's a solid little British lad. Is he? Is he British though? I don't know. He's Scottish because his accent is out of this world. Scottish, British. Yeah, and his his Instagram is so friggin' funny. I'll have to follow him. I didn't know this. Oh, I just I, we're just playing his song and I love it, but I didn't know he his was voice just... is crazy good. Who's your favorite person to follow on Instagram? Oh, I'll be honest, I'm like not a social media head at all. Mm. It's like not my jam, but I do it because it's important. And, you know, I'm starting to appreciate it. Like when you get to see people comment, it's like, oh, that's cool. People actually kind of care about me. Things that I like on Instagram. I just like memes. Yeah. I go for entertainment. You know what I also like? I This sounds so weird. I love watching like highlight clips of people doing video games like Fortnite. Oh, right, like right. I'm trash at Fortnite. I'm trash at all video games. I'm not. I I didn't grow up with video games. My parents wouldn't allow it. But I love watching other people do crazy stuff. Where I'm like, nice. Leroy Jenkins. I literally watched that the other day, and I, I was. I, it's, <laughs> no, no. Like a couple of days ago, it was like the what nine year anniversary of it. Yeah, yeah. Still one of the funniest videos to me. Damn it, Leroy! What the hell are you doing? <laughs> the guy's like calculating. He's like, we got a thirty two percent chance of making this happen, and Leroy is just like blows it. <laughs> Dude, so we are now 24 minutes in. Um, we got to we gotta wrap it up, man. Do you, you want to talk about the music or do you care? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're here. It's probably. We're here at a radio station where we play music. I don't, I don't think the team behind you would be too happy with me. Should we just check the boxes for their sake then? Yeah, we can do it, you know. Because this has been fun. I enjoyed this. It was a 12 out of 10. 12 out of 10. Anyway. It's get, hard to get above 70% these days. It is. That was a math joke. <laughs> I mean, if you hit 300, you're in the majors. So I know. I mean, you could even hit 295 and you're still trying. realistically. That's yeah, actually almost, like pretty solid. There's guys that just got in the Hall of Fame hitting 295. That's pretty decent. Mm. I threw a ball out for a minor league game, and boy, did I do a terrible job. <laughs> that what? is my worst fear. Like no, somebody it, it asking me to do that. I, I warmed up. I'm not even kidding. I warmed up for this an hour before. I used to play baseball. Yeah. I used the speed radar thing. I was throwing 68 miles an hour, like cruising. Shoulder felt great. Yeah. All I had to do is just throw it out, and it just went sailing towards the mascot's head. Oh, no. And I was just like, I mean, granted, there was only like 100 people in the crowd, so it was cool, but felt really. Oh, what city were you in? Chattanooga. Oh, I thought you were going to say a White Sox game. You said 100 people. Oh, whoa. Came in hot there, guys. Shots. It's got some zingers from the audience. Zingers. Mm. 
I want to buy a Chicago Cubs hat. We can do that. You know you're performing pretty much at Wrigley Field tomorrow. Ooh. More of a Jersey guy, actually, because hats don't fit my head. Fun mm. fact, being German descent, I have a yeah. very large head. And hats, that's like feeding meat to a vegetarian. It just doesn't work. <laughs> so. All right, we'll get you a Jersey. So surely, I mean, you're playing. I don't want to beg. Sorry. Well, somebody around here, at the very least, this record label of yours, they're going to buy you dinner. They're going to get you a jersey. There's a lot of things they're going to do for you. And they're going to. I think they've had it up to here with me, man. They're also going to make a phone call to Ed Sheeran to make that happen for you, too. Oof. There's a lot that they're doing. Pigs will fly. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's talk about the song. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about the song. We got to talk about it. All the right. Song. Tell everybody about the song. All right. Um. It's called Look Away, for those who may not have heard it. Is it good? Can confirm I played on my show. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. No, I, I think it's awesome because on a serious note, it's it's definitely, when you listen to the other songs that I've put out, Half Gone and Sexual Vibe, it it's the first time I hear something where I go, this is something that can define me. Where it's like the other songs were cool or in my opinion, like this one's a little edgier where it's like, it sticks out and it's like, wow, this can actually be a contender. And this can also be the foundation to like what your artist career will be. And that's always the hardest part is like finding your sound. So yeah, I think it's, I'm in the right direction and I think it's helping shape, you know, the EP that will come. Are you currently working on the EP and making more music? Oh yeah. See, that's the annoying part. I mean, it's not annoying. It's just kind of like, I think people overlook this where it's like an EP is typically like what, maybe six songs tops or an album is like 15 songs tops. And it's like literally have written probably like well past a hundred and hundred and a quarter songs. Damn. Well, it's because 110 of them are like just kind of whatever. And the other 10 are just like really whatever. And then like maybe like four or five are really good. So it's, it's really important to use the resource of like, collaborating working with other people where they can bring something to the table they make you think different who's your favorite person to collaborate with or work with uh, truly i don't have a favorite because it's just like it depends what i'm doing that day like i did a i did a session a writing session a couple weeks ago with it was actually an urban session it's uh the producer for the juice world stuff and this, this other guy and um like, I have no idea how, like, what urban music, like, how to write it. And it was, like, one of my favorite sessions all year. Because it was just, like, they were just awesome dudes. And it was, like, super chill. Will anyone cut the song or is the song going to go anywhere? I don't know. But it's, like, it made me a better writer because it's, like, wow, you've taught me how to write in a different genre. So it, it ranges. And I like to write for other artists still. So it's just getting exposed in every way for writing music. That's important. Who have you written for? Um, I mean, I've written for a couple artists. Um, it's funny because, you know, I, I, one of my first artist sessions when I moved to LA was Max. Oh, I love Max. Oh, he's, he's a beauty. Yeah. He's nicest man. And what's funny is that, well, Max and I are on this, like, well, we're like, uh, in the same building with Sony. Sometimes we go bowling together. I'm really bad. He brings his own ball. So you can imagine. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> he's really good. And he's honestly just, like, such a nice dude. So, like, I got to work with him. Got some British buddies, like the Vamps. They're, like, a British, um, they were a boy band. Now, I, I don't like to say boy band because they're not. They're man very band. interesting. They're man band. That sounds even weirder. Let's, yeah. let's pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just, like, a full range. Just 
just going all over the place and you know it's just it's good it, it takes your headspace out where you're like okay i'm just gonna write a song and then sometimes those songs become songs for you because you're not thinking about what would i say what would i do mm-hmm. and that's what makes songwriting really cool and i feel like look away was kind of one of the songs where it just things naturally came together uh how many songs do you have done for the ep so far um a couple you know, definitely just trying to get a couple more that we really like. I mean, like, we have a body of work, 100%, but I just want to tighten everything up, so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're telling me to wrap it up because we've been talking for 31 minutes, and apparently they're hungry. I don't know. <laughs> but, okay, dinner's not till 7.30. That's why 40 minutes. Right, we're just getting started. I don't mean to be a math scholar. But... We, we want to take this up from a 12 to a 14 on the interview scale. Last question. Do you ever wear any of your brother's hand-me-downs? <laughs> Honestly, by accident, and yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> straight up, I thought these were mine. <laughs> <laughs> these are boots. I thought they were mine. And uh, I wore them one day, and he was like, I live with him, and he was like, you have my shoes on? I was like, no, these are mine. I looked at him, I'm like, oh, no, these are these are yours. And he's like, <laughs> he just looks at me, he's just like, just, you can have them. This has been fun. I really enjoyed this. It's I like almost it. dry, like humor, but it's it's pretty like not. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> Deep. Really. It's it's very no. It's wet somewhere humor. between dry and wet, and don't say moist because that word bothers me. Uh, yeah. Hashtag. I moist. think uh, it's it bothers me, but it like annoys Julia. me how much it bothers everyone. When you're like, "What word do you hate the most?" It's like they told us to wrap this up, Julia. Now I'm you're sorry. Going, you're going just, off on a moist. You're going a off trigger. on a moist tangent right now. Okay. Anyway, let's go to dinner. Be a good human being and subscribe, rate, review the mess you just heard. Thanks. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.